Hey, I'm Marcel. I'm AJ. And welcome to The Cellar. Welcome back to The Cellar, where it goes down more than in the DMs. Uh, if you're joining us for the first time, welcome to The Cellar family. And if you are a returning listener, welcome back, Cellar fam. We missed you, and we love having you here. Uh, as always, I have my co-host with me, AJ. Welcome back, everybody. Thank you for coming back for another episode with us. Exactly. And uh, this week's episode, we wanted to get a little more serious um, than normal. With everything going on in the world, uh, stressors tend to be a little higher than normal. And we feel that we wanted to sit down and kind of talk about how we personally cope with stress, yeah. anxiety, and depression. Um, me, myself, I've had anxiety and depression, um, and it's not something that's the easiest to kind of deal with. Um, so AJ and I thought it would be the perfect time to kind of uh, share that, especially with everything going mm-hmm. on. Um, for me, my experience, my first experience with anxiety, depression, um, stress has obviously always been there, um, and stress is kind of like the leader into anxiety and depression, but the first time I had it was... You know, I I felt like it was a heart attack. Like I was having a heart attack. I couldn't breathe. It was shortness of breath. I wasn't sure what was going on. Um, it, for me, it was caused. It was during work. There was a lot of things going on um, at work, and I just I, I had to leave, and I went straight to the emergency room. Um, the emergency room ended up kind of being terrified of what was going on, just because they're you know I, the way like I said, the way I felt it, I thought I was having a heart yeah. attack. Like I, I just shortness of breath. And they, you know, they, they get into freak mode, you know, because they don't want anything to happen to yeah, you. Yeah. They want to make sure they catch a, catch a heart attack or, or a stroke right before, you know, because if they don't, then it could lead to, you know, more serious Yeah, they don't issues. play with chest stuff um, at all. Exactly, exactly. So that was the crazy thing for me. Um, and then when they kind of did all the testing, they were like, no, everything's fine. You're, you know, your blood pressure is, is, is slightly elevated, obviously, because, you know, I was, I was panicking. Um but everything else was checking out and once they kind of started talking to me they ended up finding out you know you know that i was having an anxiety mm-hmm. attack and um you know from there on i kind of went to a uh, family therapist an mft um and kind of talking what was going on in my life at the time and definitely helped me out a lot with that and uh, that was kind of my first like intro to, to anxiety and and, uh, and depression for me, uh, specifically anxiety. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was your first experience, AJ? What was yours? Mine like- is really different. Um, I feel like my anxiety has peaked more now than mm-hmm. before, but I've always suffered from depression from a young age, and mm-hmm. it's it's not a, a touchy subject. I just feel like when I I don't know if this is for other people, if they'll agree with this, but I feel like I don't like to acknowledge it. Okay. In, I've been in and out of therapy since I was like 10. And it's, you kind of learn along the way where you do this whole self-discovery thing and you, you have to acknowledge your past, but it's hard to acknowledge it because you don't want to like rehash those memories and just think about all that stuff because then that can lead to, you know, deeper depression and anxiety. It's like yeah. you have to like grab the bull by the horns and just kind of go for it, you know, and tackle it head on. And I think the older I yeah. get, the more I I don't like to revisit things that started it. But I mean, that's really the mm-hmm. like how I got here, you know, but then I kind of like to reflect on when I was younger that caused my depression versus who I've become, because I feel like it shaped me to work through my depression when I can't go to therapy, 
Because, does that make sense? Like, No, yeah, no, for sure. I, I feel like the way that your intro to kind of anxiety mm-hmm. and depression ends up kind of stemming from events, yeah. specific events. Like, I know for me at a younger age, you know, I, you know, obviously I didn't have a perfect mm-hmm. childhood or anything, but I didn't have as many stressors um, going on. And, and as I grew older, that's when I felt like there was a lot more stressors. There was a lot more events in my life that were more quote unquote yeah. traumatic for me that caused me to kind of have it. Like even, so I think now when I'm talking about it, um, it kind of, it's easier for me to kind of have those attacks or kind of have mm-hmm. episodes because of, of a lot of the different stressors because there's more events going on and I, and you're more um, aware yeah. of them at this point versus before where you're just like okay what's going on I'm not aware you know I'm not sure exactly how to mm-hmm. kind of deal with this uh, but now that you kind of have like your after you I guess after your first episode um, and you kind of start understanding yeah. that and you kind of start doing that self-discovery like what are mm-hmm. my triggers that's when you kind of start understanding it and, and, and you start seeing you're more yeah. aware of it. Kind of like kind of like you know how like when you're like when mm-hmm. you buy a car and you and you buy a specific car, you're like, oh you know, I love this car, whatever. And then when you start driving it, you start seeing that that car is there's yeah, more yeah, than a yeah. car on the road. <laughs> right? Like I think that's kind of the same way because it's like at the beginning you're like you're not aware of it, but now that you are fully aware of it, it starts popping yeah. up more. And it's the same way with with like stressors where it's like you don't you're not aware of it at the at that before but now that somebody you know you either talk to a therapist you talk to a friend somebody that has pointed it out for you it ends up kind of showing up a lot more often because you're now Mm -hmm. more aware of it than you were before it's it's interesting that you say like more aware of it because i i'm the type of person that i will let things pile on like i'll acknowledge it later i got other things i have to take care of so for me as long as my my work life is balanced my personal life can kind of be a little unbalanced and I, I can handle that and vice versa. If my work yeah. life is a little unbalanced, my personal life has to be a little bit more balanced. But when they're both not balancing, that's when I'm noticing that my, you know, my anxiety is a little bit higher than usual. And I start noticing that I'm a little more irritable about certain things and I'm more frustrated. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of my way to know like, Hey, I need to take a step back and I'm, reacting this way because something else is wrong it's not this situation in front of me currently like I could be annoyed off of an email at work and that email for some Mm -hmm. reason even though they didn't say anything to me that was really that bad that just set me off and my entire mood shifted and I'm like why is this one email bothering me let me take a look at you know a b c d e f g of things that are going wrong Mm -hmm. and it's like okay I need to tackle these and figure out what to do and then in that case I would you know, go for a drive or something and go sit at the beach and really just think, get out of, get out of the current space that I'm in. So like get out of the house or get out of the office and just sit by myself in another place where I can kind of compose my thoughts and really try to tackle what's going on. And that's just, that's what I'm saying about self-discovery. And also kind of like that awareness, because for you, like, like you said, you, you're like, if my personal life is is screwed up, my work life is cool. But if my work life is screwed up, my personal life is cool. So you're aware that that's that kind of dynamic within your personal or your personal scenario that you know, but you probably didn't nope. know that beforehand, <laughs> nah. you know, yeah. you know what I mean? It's kind of just one of those things where it's like, once you kind of figure these, uh, not, uh, you know, I guess better said you, when you start pinpointing mm-hmm. these things out, 
it, it's easier for you to kind of understand what's going on with you. And I think that's kind of the, one of the first uh, steps in coping with, you know, stress, anxiety, and depression, just because you need to understand what are your stressors, what is it that causes you stress. Uh, and obviously the stressors are the trigger points for anxiety and depression. You know, so if you can kind of understand what these stressors are, or these, you know, these triggers are, it's easier for you to cope with them. And I love the fact that you kind of went, you know, you're talking about, you know, going out yeah. for a drive. Because I think it's it's important that to understand that not everyone's methods of coping with these scenarios are mm -hmm. similar. And, uh, you know, some people may not find these helpful and others may find extremely helpful and others may be like some some help some don't um you know but out for a drive i think definitely helps out like i know for me you know it does help out kind of just getting out you know something i know you know in san francisco as we talked about in episode two yeah traffic sucks <laughs> you know traffic sucks here uh but when you when you get out on the open road you know, kind of like you said, going out to Ocean Beach, just parking, looking at the view of the beach, or just driving around. Um, it really does relax you, um, especially when you're, you know, you're coping with with some kind of stressor during that time. Um, definitely another one is music. Oh, yeah. I know you, you're a big music head. I know you put me onto a lot of things that I'm just like, oh, you know, I would have probably yeah. would have never <laughs> listened to that. Um, but music is is a big one. May it be, you know, whatever type of music that you listen to. You know, what What about music specifically for you? It helps you um, out. It's kind of, depending on what I'm feeling, I, I listen to artists that I feel like I can relate to. So when I'm just, something's wrong with me that day, I go to somebody and I listen to them and it reminds me that it's okay that I'm not okay. So if they're feeling it too, and they're, you know, singing the song that I'm listening to on my playlist there we're still the same where it's like okay they're feeling some way i'm feeling some way i can work through it with them while they're talking about their thing and it's almost as if i'm having a conversation with them even though they can't hear me but i'm like okay mm -hmm. i feel it you're strong i'm strong we can get through this together and then it goes to the next song and i'm like doing it all over again for another three minutes and i feel like that's kind of therapeutic for me and then mixing that in with sitting and staring at the sunset at the beach or like you know just just driving <laughs> on a straight road and just looking at like the the street lights and everything at night just cruising and letting it all just kind of fly out the window while i'm blasting my music and singing my heart out and just going around with that you know <laughs> singing your heart out badly hey it's all good sometimes out. you gotta do that you know what it's funny because it's true um it's funny because people will listen to like, uh, you know, we'll sh I'll share my Spotify and people will be like, wow, you listen to that. You listen to that, you know, because you assume people have like, oh, they listen to hip hop. They listen to R&B, yeah. you know, a and my playlists are like completely different. Like they're just random. You're just, people will be like, wow, you listen to that. And depending on your mood, right. And depending on how you're feeling, certain music yep. hits differently. Like it, it just it's therapeutic. It's kind of like. Um, kind of like, you know how everyone, you know, everyone's saying, oh, everyone's gone through an emo <laughs> phase. So everyone listens to the simple plan or, 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 you know, those, you know, punk, you know, yeah. emo punk bands. Um, uh, it, it's, it's true though. There, there's times where there's certain things that really do hit differently and it's really therapeutic. I, I've never thought of it as having a conversation, but that's an yeah. interesting point of view. You know, I just feel like when I'm listening to music and during those times to kind of relax, I feel like. I get what you're talking yeah. about, you know, like, oh, 
yeah, I, 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 I feel what you're saying because I'm, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm feeling that same way. But think of it as a conversation. That's that's, yeah. that's really interesting. I never, I've never thought of it yeah, that because way. Because I, I take it, it's that's just how I, I look at it when I'm, when I'm really in some type of mood. But that's why I have playlists for every mood. So if I know that I'm, mm-hmm. I'm feeling really upset about a specific situation, I'm just gonna scroll through my many playlists that you know I have and. Be oh, like tons. okay, hey, but they all have a theme. You know, they all have a theme. They so do. I'll find whichever one that it is, and I'll, I'll listen to it. And I'm like, all right, cool. Today is a Janae day, and I will just listen to Janae the whole time. You know, and like other days, I'll be like, man, today is like my day to listen to like 90s stuff, and I'll throw on like Matchbox 20 or something, and just kind of mm-hmm. get in that that vibe. And it really does help because it also takes me away. Because I can appreciate the music and the song and just be happy that I'm, you know, listening to one of my favorite songs and jamming out to that. And it distracts me from whatever was bothering me. And I just feel a little bit better. Like, I feel kind of more at ease, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, definitely. I I can definitely agree. One thing for me that uh, definitely helps me out is is focusing on your breathing, just rhythmic breathing. Um, You know, when I have anxiety attacks... um, I feel like I'm 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 short like short mm-hmm. out of breath like I'm having shortness of breath, and it's it's kind of like that, <gasps> you know, kind of feeling. So un, you know, kind of focusing on my breathing, and just kind of you know, kind of going through the motions of breathing in slowly, exhaling slowly. You know, it's it's really relaxing in the sense that it starts kind of helping you out, getting counteracting that feeling of anxiety. Obviously, it's not immediate; like you have to kind of sit there yeah. and focus a little bit because it's not easy especially when you're when it's something that that's so strong such such, such an, an anxiety attack um it definitely is not easy to get through uh, but that rhythmic breathing definitely helps which kind of leads to the next one for me which is is meditation i know asia you're not a big believer on it and trust me yeah. i'm not i wasn't either yeah. i wasn't either and it was it was introduced to me by somebody and i i was one of the biggest non-believers i'm like really seriously like sitting down and and just no like opening my mind i felt like no 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 you know it was just i I didn't think about it but the funny thing about meditation is really it's just focusing on that moment you know um understanding that everything happens you know kind of like you like everyone's talks in life oh you know things happen it happened already right it's in the past the future you can't control you gotta live in the present meditation is really living in the present at that moment Mm -hmm. and that kind of goes back with that rhythmic breathing where it's like you are focusing on your breathing at that moment and it really really helps i i it it, like i said i was the most anti-person on this because i was like nah there's no way this is some hippie stuff like nah (laughs) some yogi thing I, i that's not me and when i started doing it it was hard at the beginning to get into it but once you start doing it 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 really gives you a set of skills to kind of be able to relax and kind of control yourself in understanding, you know, your body and yourself. It's really understanding yourself, which I think a lot of us tend not to do because we're constantly running yeah. around. Um, you know? The thing about meditation for me, I've tried and I know that it's effective for a lot of people, you included. For me, I think the difficult part about it is I can't sit still. I fidget. And you know, like, I'm either moving my leg or I'm move, moving something. So I don't think I would ever yeah. fully be relaxed because I'm just always constantly moving or wondering what's going on around me because I'm always so aware of my surroundings. I can't just sit there and not 
just completely shut off the world for a five minute thing. So that that's I, I think I have to get past <laughs> it's it's like a it's a mental block. It's not even that I don't like meditation. I just think I'm telling myself that it's not going to be effective. So I'm already subconsciously yeah. ruining it for myself. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> and that's what I'm telling you. That was me too. That was definitely me too. I think the biggest one and that I learned was that it, it's meditation is just like anything, you know, like you can't just go to the gym and be like, I'm going to lift, you know, squat 300 pounds, you know, like, no, you got to start at 25, then 50, you know, and so forth. And it's the same thing with meditation. You have to start with like a minute yeah. of doing it, then mm-hmm. two, then three and, and kind of build up for it. But trust me, like I said, I I was the same way when I started. I was like, there is no way in hell breathing is going to, like, cure everything. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, if not, if, if that was it, then we'd be cool all day because we breathe all day. You know, if not, we'd mm-hmm. be dead. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, yeah. It's crazy. It's just crazy. And I, I would definitely, you know, anybody listening and, and you, Asia, definitely get into it. Um, and like I said, coming from a non-believer that I didn't believe it, it, it helps. It definitely does yeah. help, especially when... It, like I said, it, it's about knowing yourself, kind of the same thing with that self-discovery, mm-hmm. kind of understanding what those stressors, those points are, being able to manage them helps out in the in the long run of, your, yeah. of yourself. One of the biggest ones that I think um, you and I both use all the time because we, we kind of use each other for this is uh, talking yeah. to each other, being able to kind of communicate what's going on, but also at the same time, not communicate when necessary. Yeah. I can agree with that. You know? So like, so for example, like if I'm not having a good day, I'll be like, yo, AJ, I'm not cool. I I, I need some time. And we, we spoke about this on in, in, in episode three where it's kind of like, oh, you understand like, hey, something's going on. I, I, I'm not going to pry open yeah. something, but I'm here if you need me. Kind of the same, you know, same way with you, you know, you and me, where it's like, if you have, you know, you have something going on. I'm not going to pry into it. I'm just going to give you your time. Yeah. And I think that's kind of always good to have is having a friend or friends, uh, people that you can uh, confide in and be able to kind of verbally speak on that stuff, express your emotions. And that's not easy for everybody. I know that is a fact. either. And I was going to say that I think it takes, it really takes the, the trust in somebody and to know that it's okay to be vulnerable with that person. And there's no judgments at all, like in a mutual, you know, setting. And I I know that if I were to tell you something's going on with me, I don't ever have to worry about being judged. And I think that it helps Mm -hmm. for me because I'm not one who likes to talk about my emotions. I'm not one who likes to acknowledge that something's wrong because I would rather just be like, man, whatever, and just keep pushing. But that mentality doesn't always work. And then that's why I have my really big breaks because... It, all of those little things that I shouldn't have just acknowledged built up into this big thing that caused me to have my anxiety attack or for me to have a really big like mental breakdown or like some type of breakdown. And it helps for sure knowing that I can talk to specific people that know me, know my life, know what I've gone through and like knowing them and knowing their life and knowing what they've gone through that... It doesn't have to, we don't ever have to tell each other that we're there for them. We just know, like, shoot you a text, like, dude, today is one of those days. And that's mm-hmm. just a cue, whether me and you being like, you know, a real talk, bullshit aside, or me telling another friend that I have that something's going on, it definitely helps to have a good support system and to have a strong team behind you and 
just doing that. Cause I'm very, I'm very blessed to know that I have the people that I do in my life. And that's why we've made it so far because we're there for each other and we all, we know what it is and we, we all need to know that it's going to be okay. Yeah, definitely. And having that strong support system is yep. crucial. And that strong support system doesn't necessarily have to be your family. Exactly. I mean, it, it it could definitely include your family. It can definitely include friends. It can definitely include, you know, um, therapists. Yep. You know, having somebody who doesn't is well not that not that doesn't know. Obviously, they it's know the unbiased you're opinion. Stuff. That exactly. Thank you. That's exactly where I'm trying to get at. They have an unbiased opinion. They're there to listen and kind of give advice based on their expertise and experience because it's it's not easy it's not easy having to deal with 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 stressors in general but then having to add on kind of that anxiety and depression kind of scenario as well is definitely not it's not the easiest thing in the world so being able to have that support system is very 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 crucial um and then also outlets to to be able to cope with them may that be verbally you know like i said talking to somebody um being able to communicate or the nonverbals, kind of like that stuff, the meditation, going yeah. out for drives, music. Some people, you know, do art. Um, I can't draw <laughs> worth crap. My my stick figures aren't even worth a dollar <laughs> on, on the market, you know what I'm saying? But even art, poetry, whatever that may be, I think it's, it's, it's extremely important to find out. But I think that's where I think where that self-discovery is extremely important. You have to understand your stressors to be able to uh, kind of figure out what also helps you yeah. out as well. You got to know something's going on you know to be mean? able to help fix it. That's that's the thing. And I think acknowledgement is a key, key point because I, I can speak for myself. I'm not going to speak for you or anybody else, but speaking for myself personally, I sometimes like to pretend nothing's wrong. So <laughs> that doesn't help. And the second that I acknowledge like, hey, dude, all right, get it together, AJ. Something's not, something's off. Something's not right. It's okay that it's not right. Just figure out how to fix it so you don't prolong it because prolonging <laughs> it will make it harder to fix it does not make, like i to not to fix but to to just kind of alleviate all of that stress and everything if i'm not acknowledging it how can i deal with it exactly because if you don't acknowledge it it just piles yep. up and then the next thing comes up and it piles up and then it's kind of like a little like ticking time bomb where it's like all of a sudden <laughs> yelling at you know, someone crossing the street really slow like go <laughs> I don't care that my light's red. Just walk faster. <laughs> like <laughs> exactly. So it's 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 yeah. acknowledging and understanding that that it's once you acknowledge it, you have you understand that there yeah. is that. I, I don't like to pro- I don't like to call it an issue or a problem just because I don't know. It just it sounds weird, but there's something yeah. going on that you need to address. Yep. You know what I mean? Because once you get to addressing, you can then understand that there's always things in in, in life that uh that you can do for me one of the biggest things that i've learned in life is uh to try to cope with my stress is uh is and this is somebody something somebody told me a long time ago where it's like look at your your problems right if your problem has a solution then don't stress there's something you can do about it right but if your problem doesn't have a solution then why are you stressing there's nothing you can do about it yes you know what i mean it's, 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 it's a very optimistic way of looking at it, but it's the truth of the matter. If there's a solution to it, then there's no real real reason to worry about it so much because there's a solution and, you know, you, you'll eventually mm-hmm. get to that. But if there's something, it's a problem that there has no solution, 
then there should be no reason to stress because there's nothing you yeah. can do about I've it. I've learned anyway. to just tackle each of them you one know? by one. I used to try to do it all at once, and that is not effective. So, <laughs> I I literally I will oh, have I like agree. a checklist in my head. I'm like, okay, what's what's the one that I need to take care of right now? Like, what's the most pressing situation? Take care of that. Check. Go down to the next one. Cool. Check damn, don't really have a solution for this one. I'm going to come back, but let me go down the list anyway and keep going. And those five, six, you know, scenarios could go down to two or one. Yeah. And one thing is that is exactly, I think I definitely agree with that is not overburdening yeah. yourself because you, life doesn't come one at a time. Like one issues don't just come one at a time. Sometimes they just come from all different angles and you're just like, crap. But taking it a step at a time, yeah. So to un to just so that you don't overwhelm yourself. So once again, I think I think the main topic here that we're talking about is really understanding yourself to be able to cope. Because if you don't understand yourself, there's no way for you to be able to cope. Yep. You know, you're just gonna overwhelm yourself. I agree. So I think now's a good time to kind of throw it back to the listeners to. To everybody that's listening right now and have you shoot your shot to us and we wanted to ask, how do you deal with stress and cope with anxiety and depression? What are what are your methods that you use? You know, are you similar to us or do you something do you do something completely different? You know, let us know on our socials which are. The IG is at the underscore seller underscore podcast and Twitter is at the seller pod. So feel free to shoot your shot at our socials and we will be more than happy to interact with there. And thank you so much once again for tuning in to The Cellar, and uh, we will catch you on the next episode. See you later.